Goes for all my nasty hoes, yeah. Come across the globe. Goes for all my nasty hoes, yeah. Come across the globe. Look, now I say luxury apartment. I'm young and I'm hardly. There's a vision in my vision. That bitch is a target. It's the Avon Australia show, the AA show for December 18, 2019. How's it going, everybody? If you don't know what Avon means, means before in French, so anyways, there's that. So, uh, yeah, so I got about, ooh, what, four days before I head off to the Down Under over there. So I'm quite excited and scared at the same time. Am I gonna get sick from all the temperature change? They got, like, bushfire going on. New Zealand has a fucking volcano eruption going and i'm like what the fuck why am i what am i walking into and then the queensland where brisbane and gold coast where i'm gonna be about the fifth and sixth day ah uh, they're gonna they, they had a massive like thunderstorm typhoon or something down there so i'm just like what and then they got the bushfires going i'm like what the fuck man like I, I, what am i gonna get into here so anyway and then it's the hottest day ever it was like 110 degrees uh fahrenheit you know, a couple of days ago, and then stay hydrated and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm running into here. So I'm a little concerned. Um, but, you know, it's at least then we're reaching the freezing temperature here in Michigan on the Wednesday that by the time you hear this, I'm like, Jesus, Queensland is hella dry. And I'm, I'm going to be there just one night, basically. Um, but North, South, it's NASW. So it's like, oh, fuck it. And then the Sydney bushfire. This has been the long running thing going on over here. So I'm like, oh my God, what am I running into? I got to get, I'm a little concerned. But, anyways, I got vaccinated. That's the most important thing. Oh my God, BK, you have to vaccinate yourself for the fucking, fucking Australia. Exactly. I don't want to get some little kangaroo fucking koala disease or the bushfire disease that I don't know about. And then I'm also, I'm protecting the, I'm fucking protecting the wildlife. I got the HPV booster number three and the flu shot. So I'm keeping the, I'm, I'm keeping the koala safe. I'm keeping myself safe. You know, I'm keeping them safe from my potential disease that I'm bringing over from up and under over here. So, you know, there's that. Um, but... God, that's like I, I'm gonna see. I, I'm I'm pa- I gotta I haven't packed yet. I haven't fully like scoped out what I'm doing exactly, except the cities that I'm moving to. I have no idea what I'm fucking running into over here. <laughs> so I have no fucking clue. So we'll we'll, we'll figure this shit out anyway. So um anyway, so uh, by the time you hear this, uh, I I decided that I'm not gonna bring the mic over to Australia. So I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have some holiday New Year special because the Wednesdays are landing on the Christmas. And also the New Year's Day over there, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll fucking think of something over there, you know. So um, so stay tuned for the next week and then the next episodes there. And then, uh, well, in the meantime, what do we want to talk about before Christmas, you know? So uh, yeah, I, I like Christmas is coming, you know. Economy is doing great, you know. Trade deal is done. The phase one part of it is done. So are you excited? You know, Trump said, I don't know, maybe the next election. And I'm like, I knew he was fucking bullshitting. But then anything that he says, it sounds like a fucking bullshit to me. And then the fucking impeachment thing is ongoing and Senate's going to deny. And then somebody's like, what a waste of time this fucking, you know, the impeachment is. Yeah, obviously we knew what was going to fucking happen in the Senate. But then I explained this to my friend Scott when we are in Texas. Like, what's the point of this? You know, it's going to get rejected in the Senate. But I'm like, dude. How are you going to keep the integrity of the process of whistleblower and then our intelligence community in the America if you're not going to listen to it and then just call out the rule that way it is, right? So I'm like, like you got to call it at some point and then follow the process. So and then people expect everything to be done like immediately. I think it's a fault of a news media also, you know, it's a, it's a long process. 
fortunately, unfortunately, oh, you're not getting anything done. I'm like, well, was anything going to be done? The House versus Senate. And also, like, the job of the House is to keep the Senate in check. That's why the impeachment process goes over the House first and then initiate. But anyways, I'm not going to go into that. So we all know how this is going to go. I I, I really don't think this is a waste of time. Somebody has to respect the process at some point. And so I'm just like, you know what? You, You have to protect your own, you know, including your intelligence community. So... There's that. Oh, and then the British election ended, you know, and then the finally it seems like we have a bit of a saga concluding from the uh, fucking Brexit and all. And then I, I so if you don't know, the Conservative Party won in a landslide, just like taking back some of the seats that the the Labour Party, the so-called Liberal Party has won back, you know, a couple of years ago. And then I, I, I've been reading some of these articles that are saying like, oh, the Jeremy Corbyn's loss is a, t- a testament Testament to that the progressive policy wouldn't work in America. I go, uh, hold your horses there a little bit. You know, this is, first of all, this is not Jeremy Corbyn's first election. It's just a second one, and also he's not exactly the most you know, yeah. Uh, I guess the runaway leader that would challenge Boris Johnson. And then I, to be honest, the UK has got awful tired after the third election had to go through because of this. In, in what three years four years like major referendum two general elections and then it clearly worked in boris johnson's favor so you kind of wonder it's like oh god and then did the labor party play this wrong by playing the general election and keep denying the deal to Theresa may which was inevitable so people just got tired and said fuck it you know maybe that's what happened so i i really don't understand you know people claiming that the UK elections failure of a progressive candidate, so-called progressive candidate, is not going to work in America. I, I, I don't see the orange-to-orange comparison here. Um, it's a different situation. It's not like, it's not like you know, Bernie was a nominee and then being a nominee the second time. You know, I, it's so I, I'm, I'm gonna dismiss that a little bit. Like UK's atmosphere of you know, elections and actually people voting is a lot different from the midterm and then the general election that America will go through. So I'm going to say stay tuned on that. I'm not going to completely dismiss the progressive idea here. Again, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, unless America takes the lead on such political stance, uh, it, the world's not going to change. Like UK is not going to make a world difference, especially after leaving EU. Germany is not going to make a world's difference. France is not going to make the world's difference. Canada is not going to make the world's difference. China, Russia, forget it, right? Who gives a shit? You know that those are those are lost causes anyway. So because of that, I'm I'm still going. All right, let's wait and see. Although a lot of the Democratic candidates, I'm still like, ah, kind of sh- shoulder shrugging at the moment. BK, you sound like an Elizabeth Warren, Bernie guy. It's like, well, Bernie guy, 2016 for sure. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, yeah, until Michael Bloomberg ran. It's like, but BK, Michael Bloomberg is a billionaire. He's going to protect the billionaire friends. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is the exact problem. I go, all right. Now, who's the other guy? Tom Steyer, the other billionaire hedge fund manager who's somehow still running in this thing. I, I kind of go like, I, I'm not completely against Michael Bloomberg as long as he's willing to execute, which I think Judge Judy might be right. So I'm not completely against Michael Bloomberg. So I don't understand why in the liberal progressive side, billionaire automatically means protecting your buddies. I'm just going like, 
look, <laughs> Tom Steyer and some of these billionaires, and to an extent, Donald Trump, when he was campaigning, drained the swamp. He hasn't drained anything. Uh, right or left, the exact frustration is kind of the same. And then that hasn't changed ever since 2008, the economic you know, downturn that happened. So no one has fully taken the flag and decide to run with it. You know, people thought Trump would be doing that, populism would be doing that. Not exactly that has happened. So if why vilify someone succeeding, you know? Everybody's struggle like the majority of the people are struggling with a credit card, auto loan, student and other debts. Uh and just making the pay, I just I just go, you know, you're trying to uplift everybody to the next level. You need these economic contributions from even people who are not making as much money it needs to flow where we have a huge baby boomers population that's not going to die out soon and then that we that the next generation the gen z's the millennials and then the whatever have to support going forward you need these people to sustain these and even for the boomers you need to sell your properties for the next cycle of people and if the younger generation cannot afford that to funnel it your investment is goddamn mood just sitting there right so in the economy has to flow and then it's not flowing oh job numbers are great but comp the corporate spending has completely stalled and everyone's like really being protective free cash flow free cash flow all that shit no one's really upping dividends as much google amazon facebook netflix are not still paying dividends but they are hoarding cash everywhere all these corporations are hoarding cash everywhere they're just taking on debts and the wages aren't exactly growing, but the job numbers are strong. Like, people are trying to make the fucking ends meet by get, taking, you know, the main job and the gig economy and all that shit. It's just... And then is inflation really going up? And then is are the, are the pay raises annually going to go up with respect to the inflation at least? I don't know. I was like, I, I, I think that's a, that's a strong indicator that everyone's just hoarding money and then just... Waiting for the waiting for the slowdown to happen, and people are like, "Oh, we're expecting the economic downturn, uncertainty, blah blah blah." Either some some liberal candidate gets elected, and then the market's gonna react. But I'm like, is the stock market a reflection of the majority of America at this point? I don't think so. Like, it's hitting the record high once again, which I figured was gonna happen. There's some clarities there. UK has a clear leader in a majority parliament. Phase one trade deal is done, and then people are already jumping onto the phase two part of the deal. You knew this were gonna happen at some point. Like you're not gonna China and US are not gonna keep this sustained and keeping on a cliffhanger. And Trump is like he's not gonna come off as a oh I'm not a good deal maker. I made a deal, you know. And then same for the UK. It's like at some point, you know, like hard Brexit or something. Some clarity is gonna happen. So any kind of clarity because the uncertainty was causing the volatile market. And then the instability in general. But you knew these were going to be sorted out at some point. You know? So I just go, I, I don't understand why, like, the market's taking off like that is a surprise. Like, we got dumbass fucking trading algorithms out there. But is that, does that truly reflect the majority of the populist sentiment of, like, you know, whatever? And I, like, I don't think so. So, you know, I, 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 I and if I'm sure if the stock goes south and people are like, oh, next jump on the whatever administration that's there or whatever the incoming administration there will be. But I'm like, 
look like this. This is it. Ray Dalio did the analysis, though the former Blackstone, you know, the CEO. Yeah, maybe he still is a CEO. I thought he retired, if I remember right. But anyways, the Ray Dalio did the whole the hedge fund manager with the Bridgewater. I said Blackwater. Jesus Christ. Oh, the <laughs> but so he said the the precedence that we're in is kind of eerily similar to the 1930s and 1940s post the Great Depression. You know, way the interest rates stayed low and whatnot. So. We may be going through the 40s if it, and whatnot again. And then we'll have to eventually raise the interest rate. And we got to see the inflation happening. And then, like, I'm sure market's going to be spoiled like it was back then. And then be like, oh, interest rate went up. And then, like, fucking start. Everything starts coming down. Where I'm like, oh, it's inevitable. But then I go, like, I think Michael Burry said this. Like, I don't know how this, like, the passive investment and all that, the war. All these like ETFs that people are investing in, and they think everything's gonna be all right. Like, you know, the bigger and bigger and longer distance grows, the harder the fall is gonna be. It's like, yeah, it's inevitable. So I'm like, in my case, I like cash is a king. Cash is a king. It's like, BK, you're an idiot to pull the money out right now. I'm like, I'm sorry. I like, I I think I I'm solely, you know, cashing out on some of these items. Like, oh, maybe it's the gold. But I'm like. I'm slowly cashing out some of these things. I just go, I, I, I don't know why these stocks are growing year to date and all that stuff. Is like, look, is a company and the revenue really growing at the rate these per share values are growing? Like for example, Apple. Yes, if you hold on to it a long term, it will get to three hundred, three hundred fifty dollars. Sure, why not? But I'm just going like, but are you really telling me it was $150 in the beginning of the year? Yes, we had a bit of a down soon with the December last year, but we're almost doubling that. I think as of today, the December 18th morning, it would be like 89% growth. I was like, did the company and revenue grow 89%? I highly doubt it. Is the iPhone sales or services, the accessory sales make up justify that 90% value growth? Or even 50%, let's say, because of the oversell that happened in December. I just go, I, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of these things are way priced in optimistically. Apple Plus is given away at free. I'm like, I, I, I don't understand some of these justifications. Facebook, I, I, I got rid of all the Facebook shares last week after it broke the 201, 202 last week. And, you know, and it Facebook never seemed to have the momentum to... Go beyond $210, was it? That was the highest, $205. And people are like, well, why'd you sell it? And I'm like, well, I had a specific goal that I wanted to meet in the next couple of years. And with the with the political mood and way the company's been running, I really don't feel confident that the, such breakout would occur. Yes, they're the dominant ad leaders outside Alphabet, Google. In the online space, but I just go Facebook itself, Instagram, and WhatsApp. I just go. I I I I really cannot see further growth. You know, user number is not gonna grow, and a lot of them are dumb dummy accounts. And then, you know, the inevitable with the FTC antitrust law is is coming, regardless Republican or Democrat. There will be a consolidated internet privacy bill coming. You know, it has to. It a sensible privacy bill has to come. Sensible regulation has to come. 
this is not sustainable that way. And and then all these like political ads that Facebook still decide not to go after. I, I it's like, well, we're, we we don't have standards and practices. We're just not going to moderate any of these political ads. I go, you know, that's going to backfire at some point. You know, I just go, I, I don't know. I just go. I And then they finally, the FTC report came out about hey, they might do another investigation. I go like, what, third and fourth one? And then the stock just sank, you know, a couple days ago, like below 192, 194 level. So I just go like, all right. And then it started going back up to 200 level. I go like, look, I, I really don't know anymore. And then I, I felt un, I felt cleaner after getting rid of the Facebook stocks. <laughs> so I just go like, what the fuck? But, you know, it's just... It, it, I, it, I finally felt like I, I, I unloaded the dirt getting rid of the Facebook stocks. Like, but BK, you fucking made money off of it. If you're truly ethical about this, you would have sold it regardless what the price was. I'm like... Yes, but I'm saying I, I'm gonna say I'm I I'm a reasonable capitalist, you know. I'm not gonna unless a company did outright wrong to the next level. Yeah, Facebook has done that. I'm just like I I'm not gonna be that. I'm gonna be a sensible, fiscally responsible person at this point. Like I knew I'm holding on to a dirty money here, but I go I I I just. I, I wanted to hold on to it as long as I could. You know, I, I should have sold it when it was a two hundred dollars the first time. You know, I, you know, I say a lot of that, but I'm like AT and T also was like fuck, like whatever. But I got all the dividends that I wanted to get out of, and then I go, you know what? That enough. Like I played enough. You know, I just walk away from the table. But I, I'm a cap. I gotta be a capitalist. You're in America. I'm not a communist. I'm not a. I'm not an ex- like. I'm not a communist. It's like yeah, I. There's a little bit of socialist values I have, and then but there are economical, capitalistic values that I have. I go like, look, I think everyone needs to grow and be given an opportunity. We should be bringing everyone up from bottom up. That's why we have inflation. That's why you have all these social programs. That's why you have federal, you know, federal investments and returns in electric vehicle refunds and all that stuff. Green vehicles. I go, I'm for it. You know, anything to stimulate the growth of everybody to the next level like humans grow we are not dogs we're not tigers we're not fucking cats we're not fish we have brains the society has progressed that's why the human humanity is above the rest of the animals in the fucking food chain you know in order for rest of the humanity to survive and advance i believe in uplifting everybody you know wages going up you know and then you know supporting Supporting remote areas, especially large country like America, why would anyone like like anyone in South and North Dakota like should they not get the same cancer treatment and doctor and medical access that somebody in New York City has? You know, not everyone wants to be in the city. Not everyone wants to be in the urban area. Then it, we should incentivize, you know, folks to go over to the remote areas to give the same support. Otherwise, we're just isolating these people and be urbanites. I'm just like, no. Like, I, I think I learned that from the Canadian election map. Why is outside of the suburbs of 905 up in fucking Port, Port Hope or fucking Timmins, Ontario, why do liberals have such, such huge footprint there? Why do NDP have such foot, huge footprint in Saskatchewan and 
Saskatchewan and Manitoba where everything is really spread because the government is supporting these remotely isolated communities and members. America, if you give it to them, I'm sure they will support the social causes too. You know, there's a one was a Wall Street Journal, Washington Post about the remote doctors. There's a doctor in New York who's video conferencing into nowhere Wyoming in the emergency room, and only the nurses are there. They're reading the vital readings. I'm 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 glad the communication has gone through with the Ethernet and the internet access to a point where you could do these remotely. But I'm like, why isn't the doctor actually there? The nurses are there, they're getting paid. You know? Why would anyone go over to South Dakota, North Dakota, unless they're from there or something, right? Which is already a low population, low population density to begin with. Why are we abandoning these people? You know? If the next progressive message would be like, we are bringing everybody up, we're connecting everybody. This is why I say urban liberals need to get the f- get their heads out of their asses and come to Michigan. And also at the same time, in somewhere like in Midwest Michigan, I go like, look how it's done in the urban side. Like, you need to, we all need to grow at some point, come to the 21st century. Why would you not want the internet access? Why would you not want the wage increase? Why would you not want the medical, you know, connection? You know, the medical access and then the health benefits, you know? No, like, I just... I, I just saw the article from Wall Street Journal. Why do richer families get bigger child breaks than the poorer families? I just go, how does this make sense? I just go like, this does not make sense at all. So I think the frustration is eventually the same. The richer get richer, richer get the benefits. When I say rich, the 1%, 0.1%. Anyone with a net worth over $43 million. That was the thing I counted last. I go like, it, it, the mobility whether it's physical mobility, health mobility, economic mobility. It's, I, somebody needs to present that. It could have been Bernie, didn't happen. People thought Donald would do that and upset the apple cart. It hasn't happened. But we got the brainwashed, I guess, the fucking deplorables. I just like still get obsessed with this thing and be like, I don't know if the Trump gets impeached or he doesn't get elected, there will be a lot of unhappy people. I'm not condoning violence, but guns will come out. And I'm like, who the fuck talks like this? You know? I, I just want to see the whole impeachment go through and then see if the, like he doesn't get elected just to see the shits and giggles. I, they're not going to go down easy. But I'm just like, look, Democrats need to fucking campaign. Tulsi Gabbard. She talks a big game. I want to like her too. And then, yeah, I, I, she feels like Ron Paul of the liberal side. But I'm like, I heard the Joe Rogan podcast the third time she was on or something a couple weeks ago. And I go, all right, I, I agree with you generally. But what is your agenda? How do you, how do you want to proceed with Iran, Middle East, Turkey, the Kurds with the non-interventionist policies? You know? How do you how do you how do you address the real issues? I was like, we want to talk about the real issues. Okay, Tulsi, how do you want to do it? I I want to support her too, but I just don't hear the specifics, which frustrates the shit out of me. And then you get the whole Hillary and all that. Maybe she's a Russian agent. And it's like, yeah, I get that fucking Russian troll account started like fucking retweeting, reposting her stuff. Does that mean she's a Russian? Like fucking agents, like pool. No, I, I, I just think Russia's just stir, trying to stir shit up like this. I don't. But anyways, I'm just like, I want to support Tulsi too, and but I don't hear the specifics. Like you should go to her website. I'm like, 
Dude, like, I understand, like, in the debates that are not really debates, that you cannot talk in 60 seconds. We agree. That's why I don't watch any of these fucking MSNBC, CNBC, fucking CNN, Fox News, Democrat debates. But I'm like, at least, like, when you get on Joe Rogan or something, present what the fucking argument is, especially a lot of people who are still learning about you. I want to support Tulsi, somebody like Tulsi with a veteran experience. Someone would, someone would call out the Democratic National Committee bullshit, but I don't hear the specifics from her, which frustrates the shit out of me, which makes me go, why are you here? Other than just to deserve the shits. I don't get it. And Michael Bloomberg is like, all right, he got the money, and but I, I, I I'm willing to wait and see, because I, I, I kind of go, I'm more, I'm still more Elizabeth Warren, but I can't vote. But personally, I'm like looking at those three: Warren, Bloomberg, and Tulsi. You go, all right, you guys present the ideas that are sensible. Like Peter Buttigieg is apparently really popular amongst the tech people. I'm like, he needs to get, he needs to get the African American votes. I don't know how he's gonna do that. So he's coming more and more off like the urban, hippie, Caucasian, techno-plutocratic vote, which Elizabeth Warren called out him on. And I kind of agree. I'm like, yeah, he's the outsider. But like, I go, if we put this guy or a girl, whoever they are, in front of the foreign leaders, I go like, do I see them in a fit here? Like Elizabeth Warren, I go, maybe and maybe it's a Francis Hollande of America. Who knows? Or I go like Peter Buttigieg. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I, I don't know. Tulsi, all right. She was in the army doctor. All right. Joe Biden. I'm like, yeah, just whatever. Joe Biden. I gave up on Joe Biden. Although his, his brand recognition is basically still too popular. But he doesn't offer anything new. So I just don't get it. Bernie, I go, I, I don't know, man. The longer and longer Bernie thing goes, I just go like, all right, he's going as far as he can before his voters flip to Elizabeth Warren or something. But I go like, I Bernie's chance was 2016, but it has passed, unfortunately. So the goal is to defeat Trump. I'm like, all right, Michael Bloomberg, I'm like, I'm still waiting. I was like, I want you to speak and then actually do this. Don't be Howard Schultz, you know. So anyways, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? I guess I was talking about the elections 2020 and then just uh, Gerald Moon going into it. Um, so anyways, thanks for listening. God, I hope you enjoy your Christmas and the holidays and stay warm and then stay cool if you're in the down under in the southern hemisphere down there. And then uh, wah, wah, wah. I, I'll come with the two episodes, but uh, it won't be from Australia. I'll talk about Australia after 2020 kicks in. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, subscribe in the Apple Podcast. Uh, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, whatever pod thing you use, you can find this podcast, a show with a thumbs up. And then uh, email. I don't have Twitter anymore. Fuck Twitter. Uh, a dash show and I look at com. A dash show and I look at com. And then uh, we'll back, back. Thank you.